Hey everyone, you're tuned into InfoQuench with Jeff and Amy. Join us as we talk about anything and everything. All the stuff that makes life interesting. So let's get to it. Live from St. John, it's Saturday night with InfoQuench. With Jeff and Amy McLennan. That's right. The amount of times we just recorded that opening. Yes, it's is, pretty funny, actually. It, it is. We realize there is a lot more to that little Saturday Night Live. You know, it's funny than, because Amy and I were always talking about how fun it would be to keep all of our outtakes and stuff like that. But I just, I don't know why, but I just delete them and because we're just doing well, tests. There's a lot of swearing in them. There's a lot of swearing. There's a lot of like, <laughs> no, I'm supposed to say that. And no, you're supposed to say that. That kind of thing. A lot of like, you know, punching and stuff, you know, so. Not literal punching. Not literal punching. Verbal. Often. Like yeah, spar- verbal you. sparring. Right, verbal sparring. We work out the kinks before so that uh, then when we become, you know, all, when we get to the actual podcast, it's like we're just in love. So hopefully it wasn't too loud at the very beginning of that podcast when I said la, because that's, uh, you know, uh, it's easy to peak. And if you're listening to this levels. really at any time other than right at this very moment, which unless you're sitting in our living room, you're not. It's mm-hmm. not even live, so we're already liars. You were already liars. I don't know why Amy Amy had that idea to do this new little <laughs> intro thing, and uh, I, I was up for it after about 10 takes. Well, you know, for it liars, right. it kind of leads in a bit to this topic, because right, I tried to clickbait this topic with 14 ways to travel during a pandemic. But yes. we don't encourage traveling during a pandemic. No, we do not. No. We do but not. What, what are we talking about, though? Well, we love traveling, and we I do. think we need to scratch that itch, that travel itch. So what not better a, way to do that? Not a literal itch. If you have an actual itch, go see go a doctor, see doctor about that stuff. Yeah. They probably got a powder or cream or yeah, something. Yeah, something, something to help you out with that itch. Put some oven mitts on. But, no, this is oven about people. A, a we can't travel, so how can we get our little, you know satisfaction for worldly culture from the comfort and safety of our own home as we're going through this COVID-19 pandemic worldwide. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing a numbered list. It's the first time I look back. The last time I dared to do a numbered list was in April. April. And that's because it's... Did we we get through the whole thing or did I like sidetrack it? Well, every numbered list we do, you do sidetrack, which is why I've never once since April. (laughs) But I finally got the nerve up to try again. All right, well, let's try it again. And because it's 14 and we have so a funny story. 30 minutes, <laughs> and joking. I have that gives me, what, two minutes per item. And two minutes per two item, minutes, and go. Oh, yeah, okay. Number one. Number one. You can travel by just going going to your kitchen and exploring exotic food and cocktails. That's right. You, you know, you, if you wanted to go to Cuba, well, you can go and make a mojito if you like. That's right. And, and wear your like best, you know, you know, travel shirt and shorts and stuff and put little umbrellas in your drinks, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, go get fancy. I talked about the fancy wine glasses mm-hmm. last episode. Fancy it up with a little bit of... Uh... You know what you could do, actually? I never even thought of this. You could just pretend you're at an all-you-can-eat buffet like you are at the all-inclusives in your own home. <laughs> just, just eat, eat everything. whatever you want. Open the pantry, open the fridge, yeah. go to town, yeah. eat it up. Uh, in celebration yeah, of that. number one, I'm going to share my 211 minimalist margarita recipe. 211. Super simple because it's minimalist, and 211 is the recipe. The two is tequila. Two shots. Two shots tequila, one shot triple sec, one shot lime juice. And, and don't you, you know, ice? just regular lime juice. What kind of ice? Like 
You want you want crushed right. ice. Well, whatever you whatever your pleasure. Whatever. Okay. And then usually what I do is top that up with either water or if you want to get fancy fancy, you could do some club soda to add a little sparkle to it. Or but, even just some sparkling soda, like you know. Like, well, yeah, that's a club soda, I guess. Yeah. Sparkling I mean, I know they got like raspberry soda. and whatever all these different colors. well that might mix that might be strange with the lime it might be yeah but it might be also really amazing so, uh, probably yeah, not go so. ahead and try that i don't know what country that's from but yeah i know a regular margarita is from mexico and yeah so yeah get... two shots tequila one shot triple sec one shot lime juice and we buy the lime juice in that great big yeah bottle plastic bottle that says real lime juice on it we should get a big <laughs> shipment nobody of has sand time for real put it in the living room <laughs> We should get a big shipment of sand. There was an episode of Friends, I think, where they did that. Really? Yes. Did they have like little loungers? I feel like there was. There was Ah, some 80s, 90s sitcom where that happened. Okay. All right. A lot of time on number one. Okay. All of our other items involve pages pages and screens. So uh, number two is I couldn't mention a travel episode or get through a travel episode without mentioning Anthony Bourdain. So number two is binge on Bourdain. Binge on Bourdain. uh, Parts Unknown is his classic. So there's 104 episodes that you can binge on over 12 seasons. Um, You can always revisit episodes too that you've already watched. We've done that. We've watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, they're definitely worth a rewatch. And for those who don't know, it's a travel and food show. It covers uh, covers the world, and but he specifically focuses on some lesser known places. And he gets right into you know Mm -hmm. exploring the actual culture and cuisine of the locals. And so you see it from a different perspective than the typical travel. He always believed that you could find out a lot about people just by sitting down and having a meal and I love that idea. You can learn about a lot a lot about a culture and about the people by just doing that and he did. Number 3 is a little bit more of a Canadian flavor on that type of uh you know, parts unknown yeah. idea, but it's called Departures. Yeah, we loved that show. We stumbled upon this show, and it's great. It's three seasons, uh, so it, it's no longer running, but um, three seasons, there's 42 episodes, and it's, uh, you know... it's Two best ca- friends. Canadian-based, uh, Scott Wilson, Justin, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, Luckett, I believe it was. Oh. Um, they were bored, <laughs> so they basically did a road trip, and they did like this epic road trip, so they... Uh, and they also brought their their cameraman, who makes I think one or two appearances, named Andre uh, Dupuis, yeah. and uh, but essentially he's behind the camera. And they go to really off the wall places. Yes, uh, they do. Jordan, Galapagos. India, Cambodia. Yeah. So you really get to see things from a non-travel perspective. It's, uh, you know, they're younger, so they're more of the partiers. So there's a bit of, you know, that angle on it. That's what I really loved about that show is it was like they were immersed. Like we as viewers were immersed not just in their travel life, but their full life. Like remember there was one guy who had like interactions like with his girlfriend like he went away and they kind of like broke up and he was all upset. There's a little bit of drama in there, but there's definitely a lot of travel yeah so if you're really looking travel. to see some different a- parts yeah. of the world that maybe you wouldn't have traveled to and there's a great focus on canada there are yeah. some episodes where they travel straight across canada and then up north and you you really get to see our beautiful country we proudly host uh infoquentia to st john new brunswick canada and yeah. so this this definitely it's called destinations is that what it's, it's called, called? departures yeah. or departures rather okay uh and we did check it was at one point on uh Netflix, but it isn't now. So just wherever you get your, uh, you know, your screaming, streaming, yeah. screaming, streaming services. Streaming services. You got it. You got it. You eventually got it. Yeah. Live from St. John. That's it is okay. Saturday night. Yeah. Um, 
Number four. Saturday night. <laughs> Moving to uh <laughs> maybe I was like heading into Halloween with my screaming uh, Freudian slip. Yeah. So number four is Travels with Charlie in Search of America. This is a Steinbeck classic that I read years ago. Yeah. And uh, it's a nineteen sixty two travelogue that was written by uh, John Steinbeck. And it basically, it's all about a road trip he did in 1960 throughout the United States. And Mostly Charlie, through the Midwest, right? Wasn't it? Or did he go through the whole, they go to New York and stuff? Or I can't remember everywhere okay. they visited, but I do. Yeah, I read it a long time ago as well. But yeah. Yes, I think definitely there's a lot of the Midwest. Yeah. I feel like California was hit hot. And, it, and it, yeah. it, Charlie, in the title, Travels with Charlie, is actually his uh, poodle. Okay. He has a standard poodle that he travels with. So it's kind of that idea of an alone, uh, a journey alone, and, uh, you know, what, and, the, yeah. and the people he meets along the way. Same with On the Road by Jack Kerouac. Same, same deal. Yes. Yes. You know, don't be messing with my numbered list. Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't um, know why I'm here doing this. Podcast. Interesting thing about Travels with Charlie, and I love, you know, just weird coincidences in life because they often do happen, but. Um, my father had a brainstem stroke a few years back and while he was in the hospital, we were, uh, you know, reading books to him and, and, you know, right. we were going for visits. And I remember the first time, um, that, I visited. that Jeff just visited to, and he was going to bring a book and I was actually at work and you were leaving midday and you basically just went to our library and randomly picked a book off the shelf and you picked travels with Charlie which is happens to be my father's favorite book. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, item number four, Dad. I hope you're listening because that one was for you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, if it went as well as I expected, but anyways, it it, it went. It went. <laughs> uh, number five. This actually is why I got thinking about this episode. Uh, Emily in Paris is a new show that just debuted on Netflix. And it was, I guess, touted as being like the Sex in the City version of, uh, yeah, I don't know, a girl in Paris. So I, I, I got halfway through an episode today, and it's a little bit cheesy, but you know what? You might want to yeah. check it out if you liked. Um, Ibiza was a movie, a Netflix original movie, uh, sort of that similar twenty something. Yeah, uh, you know. Not my cup of tea, but I mean, neither was Sex in the City, though, either. I I mean, it had like, you know, it had like good elements. It's light. It's got great reviews so far. It actually only, I think, launched yesterday. I think 10 episodes in the first season. So Mm. Emily in Paris is what that's called. Uh, That I'm I'm listening as number five, even though I I don't know if it's really our vibe. It may be yours. And it's really what inspired the episode. So number six. Six. Samsara. 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 So Samsara is actually a Sanskrit word Sanskrit word that means the ever turning wheel of life. And that's really what the filmmakers had in mind. It was filmed over almost five years in twenty five countries. So wow. talk about traveling the world. Um, you look at sacred grounds, disaster zones, industrial sites, natural wonders, it's got it all. And uh there's dialogue, um, descriptive text it and it really is you know just a a beautiful collection of images and music um so it's just you know it's a little bit different than your traditional uh documentary but 
again, if you're looking to travel, looking to get inspired, maybe to dream of where you want to go once this pandemic. I'm sure it has a really great musical score. Allows as well. us to. Yeah. Yes. Number seven, eat, pray, love. No travel list Elizabeth. would be complete without that. Well, there's a book and a movie, actually. Oh. I had read the book first, and it, if I recall correctly, it was years ago. Um, I think I enjoyed the book more than the movie, but I think both were good. The book was based on a memoir by Liz Gilbert. Liz and Gilbert. Uh, essentially, it's about a married woman. She realizes she's really unhappy in her marriage, um, and she just needs to, needs to change direction. So she goes through a divorce and takes off around the world. Yeah. To find herself. I, I can just imagine how many people have done that. It can't, all, it can't all be bad. I mean, you know, to travel the world and try to find yourself and stuff, you know, even if it became like an epidemic, like a lot of people started doing that, just traveling on their own. I can't see that being as bad a bad thing. Well, I mean, it's it's an, it's bad during a pandemic. Well, yeah, you don't want to do it. Certainly you don't want to do it during a pandemic. <laughs> but no, but in general, become I a think... a super spreader across the world, that would be... Pretty bad. I, I read a quote once that said, everywhere you go, there you are. And so it depends, I feel like, on the, on the reason for traveling. If you're traveling to escape your life or who you are or who, who you've become, then, you know, that may not be the best reason. If, right. you're, if you're looking to get a perspective, a broader perspective, um, then uh, probably that depends on the nature of your issues and whether or not travel will I, either exacerbate I don't know those about you, but I find I find when we travel, when I travel or whatever, like I feel that's when I feel most alive. That's when I feel like I'm really, really living my life the best to my abilities. One hundred percent. When I talk about perspective, that's what travel does for me. It's mm-hmm. definitely the idea that you know my problems are are quite small in the in the realm of the of the larger picture, and also just to appreciate. Yeah. how vast and beautiful our, our world is and, and how varied the cultures are. Right. So uh, the, the movie version of Eat, Pray, Love, of course, stars Julia Roberts. And it is a beautiful movie to watch because she explores the, the eating part in Italy, the praying part in India, and then the love part in Bali. So Bali? Yeah. Hmm. So definitely a great, uh, you know, a great movie to watch if uh, you want to check out those countries. Really? I don't think so. Well, we'll have to watch it this weekend. Yeah. We'll fit it in. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> Number eight is Dharma buns. Bums. <laughs> Dharma buns? <laughs> wow. Is that like the uh, pornographic version of the movie? Or something? I see. <laughs> I, immediately, Dharma buns. I immediately went to food when I said Oh, buns. I suppose. I thought buns is food. I thought it's you... buns as a bum. Yeah. <laughs> because... Dharma bums, you know, like, anyway. Okay. Well, I can understand that. So, Dharma bums is actually a book (laughs) by Jack Kerouac. Um, It's set in the late 50s, and it's actually shortly after the events that were chronicled in On the Road, which you mentioned earlier. Yes. So, two young men search for the truth, uh, the Zen way. So they're, you know, searching sort of for the meaning of life. There's a marathon of wine drinking and poetry the one when they... jam sessions in oh, San yeah. Francisco. Um, they travel into the, the Sierras. Uh, yeah, it was published just a year after On the Road, and um, which put the beat generation on the map, of course. Yeah. 
And and it's it's said that Dharma Bums is sparked by Kerouac's expansiveness, humor, and a contagious zest for life. I really enjoyed that book. I uh, that was a great yeah, read. I, I we have that book, do we not? Like, cause I, I think we I would have like several copies. It. Oh yeah, well, probably. It's one of the ones I'm that you seem bookworm. to pick up every time you see it. Yeah, it's what. <laughs> You pick it up every time you see oh, it. Oh, I do. You see yeah. it in a I actually saw it today you... at Valley Village. Or no, it was actually uh, his book called Desolation Angels. But anyway, uh, but I went through a huge phase where I read a lot of the Beat Generation writers like Jack Kerouac and Allen Ginsberg and Gary Snyder and all that in high school. But I find it would be really interesting to uh, revisit those writers and see their perspective on travel when you're older you don't really think of it the same way when you're younger i feel but it'll be really i think i i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm gonna do that that might be a good podcast idea revisiting books we've already read yes you know definitely yes you see things very differently after decades of experience decades and and actually (laughs) incidentally if you guys listening have any ideas for us for podcasts let us know. Let us know. Not on Instagram, though. You can't. You can't no. get all of us on Instagram. Not on Instagram. <laughs> That's still a done. But deal. anywhere else, though, Facebook or whatever. Because sometimes we, we we don't have a hard time coming up with ideas, but like it's nice to have a lot of them. So you know, help us out if you yeah. can. Yeah. Well, we want to talk about what you're interested yeah. in too, right? So right. Um, yeah. No more Instagram, but we do have an exciting new platform that we're just uh, working on now. So we'll hopefully be able to announce that the we'll next be episode. We'll, so. we'll do a grand uh, reveal next episode a reveal will we yeah an audio type of a reveal yeah uh yeah so dharma bombs yeah you know what when i'm thinking about the multiple copies we have of various books i'm thinking we need to go back to our whole series we did on Kanmari. yeah <laughs> but there's a thing about having different multiple copies of different books though because it's like there, there's different artwork there's different forwards there's like you know all kinds of <laughs> I have two or three different versions of Naked Lunch. There's the, when you have three versions of a, one book, it takes up three times the amount of space. Yes, but books we've already we've already we've always discussed that books are okay to have. <laughs> books, books and records apparently. Books and records. Uh, number nine, Jack Whitehall travels with my father. Yes, so, UK comedian guy, right? Right, yeah. Yes. So this is on Netflix, so easy to find. Uh, yeah, Jack is a is a comedian, but he did this series, and actually, it's there's so there's four different seasons or series, um, fifteen episodes all together. But the most recent one just launched September twenty second, so we're going to check it out. Yeah, we haven't seen that. So Australia, Australia is that what you said? Yeah, so Australia. So yeah. the the first season, um, they traveled Southeast Asia. Somewhere I always wanted to go. Man, and it was Australia. sort of to follow like the popular gap, you know, when people do a gap year after they graduate, it was supposed to be a gap year route. Yeah. Um, they, Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia. The second one, the second uh, series, they went through Eastern Europe. And then the third was uh, the American West. But the fourth one is going to be set uh, or is set in Australia. We just haven't watched it yet. So the idea around it is... Uh, Jack Whitehall is a comedian, so he's, I guess, eccentric in his own way. But his father is this like old, stuffy, patriarch-type figure, uh, British, and they just he bas- he purposely puts him into these very awkward scenes yeah. to see how he'll react. It, it is quite comical. It, it is. Really, it really is because yeah, he th- there's the dichotomy between the two of them, the duality between Jack and his dad. 
are hilarious is hilarious because they, they they do see eye to eye on many things but on many things they don't there's this generational gap well and he's yeah that you can tell his father i think his father was a movie producer he's involved in the he was involved in the film industry so he's yeah. quite wealthy he knows what he's um, doing whereas i think jack is more you know into the 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 cheaper traveling set so it's just it's interesting you may find at times it seems a bit contrived i know that's the thing there is really such a disconnect between their two personalities the line the line is definitely blurred as to what is real like as far as a reaction between jack and his and his dad and what is like scripted scripted and ready to go it's still really entertaining and it's uh you know what he said like an elephant polo match i remember is one thing they did in bangkok and yeah uh yeah, so it is. It's it's an interesting little series. It's check, fun. It is fun. Yeah, check it out. You'll yeah, know after a few episodes we, we whether it. it's for you. We enjoyed it. Number ten, Baraka. Baraka is one of my favorite favorite films. I remember uh, a while back, like the very first time I ever experienced Baraka was uh, Greg Hemmings, who was a local entrepreneur with uh, Hemmings House Productions and stuff, makes movies, but he played music to the background of like and had baraka behind the the scenes and it was absolutely amazing like but anyway baraka is very similar to samsara actually yes so a non-narrative documentary film um explores themes uh you know and it looks again at natural events life human activities technological Mm -hmm. phenomena Actually, shot in shot in seventy millimeter film. Yeah, it was twenty four countries, six continents over a fourteen month period. I know. And Baraka it means blessing right. in several languages. And Koyana Skatsi is the follow up of that, and then there's another one, Powaskatsi or something like that, uh, that goes after that. So there's there's three there's there's a trio of movies so right. far. So if you like it, you can definitely check out the whole batch. Yeah. And, and it's described as a world beyond words. The story is almost an untold, an, sorry, is almost an unstory, a narration of nature and of humankind's chaotic yeah. and lovely relationship with it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do remember just, it was just beautiful in terms of the cinematography and... But yeah, I mean, I, I, Baraka was, but Koyana Skotsky f- focuses more on like the influence of man on our planet and just, it's really quite breathtaking as well, but like... In a very different, devastating way. It's kind yeah, of Yeah, so odd. if you want to get devastated, check it out. Yeah, check it out. Koyana Skatsi, <laughs> which means something else. I can't remember what it means. but next one I'm going to mention is number 11, Into the Wild. And oh, yeah. I really enjoyed this. You it was loved a, that book. I don't know what it is. Did I read the book? This is the, the, I'm talking about the movie. But I'm yeah, sure I think it, you read the I read the book. I thought you did too. No, I don't think no? I did. Oh, okay. I did the. I I just I you cheaped the movie, out then. and watched the movie. Oh, okay, <laughs> a, lot, a lot quicker. True story of Christopher uh, McCandless. So yeah. he uh, graduated college, and he he's very wealthy. Gives away his life savings and hitchhikes to Alaska, and he meets a lot of people on the way, and each of them have their own stories. Um, and then he basically near the end heads out into the wilderness to live on his own. Yeah, and. Yeah, definitely great. I found it very uh, authentic. The yeah. movie, uh, it's yeah, he yeah, just like, a great picture of without what giving actually happens away, on the road. Like he ends up living in this bus that was abandoned there, and he makes it his home. Right when he gets to Alaska, and recently, like in the last, I don't know how long, like last six months, they've actually took that bus out of there because so many people were trying to 
get to it. Really? Yeah. They oh, re- I didn't know re- that. They removed that bus. Did they put it in a place where people can visit? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not um, even sure. A bus museum of sorts? A bus, yeah. <laughs> they, they put it in the, into the wild uh, museum, yeah. When, uh, it didn't make it on our list, but an honorable mention of another bus-related type movie was Destination Happiness. Oh, yeah. And again, focuses a lot on Canada, but a couple who uh, basically does a bus over and, and uses it as their main travel travel uh, yeah. you know, vehicle for yeah. going up through, uh, I think they start in New York, go across Canada, and then yeah. all the way down, uh, I think right into Central America, Yeah, right I think. into Central America, yeah. And... Yeah, really. That's a, that's a cool movie too. That one's called Destination Happiness, and they and they travel along with their dog. Yeah. So it, it's more of a you know you just along for the ride. See, that's why we. I think that's why we like those kinds of shows because we are just along for the ride. Like we're, we're not going on vacation with these people. Right. And that to one a degree. Is, is not very. It's not drama filled. It's more like you no. know what actual travel is. You yeah. know, they're just really just doing a road trip, and there are days when it's yeah. boring, and they're just driving. And there's days when it takes like two or three days to get something fixed on their van or whatever right but they do travel they do come across some i remember they visited a a home that they figure must have been part of the cartel in mexico because there were tigers and yeah there's some there's some interesting giving anything away that might have happened (laughs) yes we don't want the cartel after us um number 12 the beach yeah i don't think i've seen that movie Unless we watched really? it together and with I Leonardo forget. DiCaprio, didn't you say you actually went to that island in Thailand? In Kopi- uh, yeah, I was. But I wasn't. Mi- I wasn't like where that beach was. Though. Oh, like, okay. Not, I never visited. They actually. I don't think you can visit that beach any longer because so many tourists went there. Oh, okay. But like I, you know, like this the island. I I do believe I was on. You know, unless well, it was. Well, it, is it yeah. Kopi or Kopiket or? Well, I probably should know that, but I don't. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I didn't nice do that job part of my with research. the research, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, how much research did you do for the episode? I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to edit and mix it down, mix it down after we're done. Yeah. Uh, the beach actually, so, um, yeah, set in Thailand, and it, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, and he, basically it's like this weird idea of a solitary beach paradise that people think as like a utopia and they go uh, a group of them go it's supposed to be the secret place and it's just interesting to see how it unfolds it it gets a little strange near the end there's murders aren't there we need to watch this too yeah we have a busy weekend ahead we need to watch this movie i may have watched it but i have, there's a video so game sequence where I don't know if it. he just is going crazy or remember. what, but there's some sort of. Anyways, yeah. there's and there's there's shark attacks. Oh wow, it's got everything. It goes to show that even in the, in the most beautiful place that they could find in the world yeah. to film this and, and try to, they try to go and build this utopia there and then that even tread. Well, no, they're yeah. well not afterward, I suppose. Yeah. But the the idea of the movie, I think, is that you can't escape tragedy. You know that that will still be Wherever there, you go. regardless. And that even if you try to create a perfect paradise, there's still wow. going to be problems because people are there and Sounds people a bit bring like problems. Trump. <laughs> you can't escape, can he? No. Anyway. Trump? <sighs> Did you say Trump? We're trying to escape. We're trying to travel. Uh, I know. I know. Number thirteen under COVID-19. the Tuscan sun. Under the Tus- Tuscan Sun? Yeah, Never set seen in, that obviously, either. Tuscany in uh, Italy, starring uh, Diane Lane. And I don't think I've seen that. Again, the whole idea of everywhere you go, there you are. But it's essentially uh, about a 35-year-old uh, writer from San Francisco, and she gets a divorce. 
she ends up having writer's block and depression. And so she decides to just up and leave and go to Tuscany and she buys a house and tries to change her life. Sounds like you pray love. Yeah, similar, except for she stays in Tuscany and just sort of becomes acquainted with that village. What it's very that? beautiful. Very what was beautiful. That movie film. that we watched that had Scarlett Johansson in it and stuff oh. and they went to the south of France. Yeah, that was an Andy Warhol film, wasn't it? It was <laughs> I don't think Andy Warhol, but Or no, I, I think oh no you're no. Thinking, uh, I think I, I think you're thinking Woody Allen. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I love but, that you I know mean, that I what yeah, I'm thinking. I love I love your little mix ups. It's just it's just the best. <laughs> not Andy Warhol. Um, <laughs> no, not the artist, the Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Woody Allen. Well, he has Scarlet. He has Scar Joe in a lot of his films. What was the name? Woody of Allen. It? There's a movie. It's like a name or something, isn't it? Anyway, um, you don't remember? You don't remember it? No. See, this is uh, classic Jeff. Yeah. Bringing up something. No, no one research. Remembers. And, and our listeners are like, oh, by the way, that movie is blah 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 blah. Because I can't think of it right now. I hope if I had my phone with me, I could look it up. I, I hope they're going blah 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 because I have no idea what the name of it was, but it was a really interesting movie. It was a good movie. So ScarJo in and she was in Ooh, Europe Scar-Jo. somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. With yeah. not Andy Warhol, South but Woody Allen. She was in the South of France with Andy Warhol. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we only got a couple minutes left. I only have one item. Oh, left. okay, perfect. Number fourteen, the Tao of Travel. Mm. This is a book. Uh, about uh, enlightenments I... from life while on the road. Okay, here you go. Jeff, one of my go enlightening, ahead. Uh, one of my many enlightening gifts that I've given. That's my right. Lovely Jeff life. bought me this book, and it's a beautiful book. The version you bought me was nice. I'm sure there's some it's crap versions out there, but it's it is embossed, and I've I've brought it with me traveling because it's the type of book that you like to read when you're away. But it really, it's written by author Paul Thoreau, and what he does is he essentially celebrates. 50 years of wandering the globe by just collecting the best writing about travel yeah. that's shaped him as a reader and as a writer and as a traveler. There's a lot of surprises there in, well, in, in writers that you believe to be traveling alone, but that's aren't right. kind of thing, you know? Yeah, Travels with Charlie is would be one one that it's touched on. But it's a, it's a wealth of information if you're looking to read more about travel. That's a great starting point, the Tao of Travel, because it references so many yeah, classic Yeah, a lot of books. sections from books and stuff and yeah. So you can you can kind of make note of oh hey I want to read that full book and get a little bit more from it and I'm gonna I'll, read it myself. It's it's really really great. Yeah, I do love it. Wow, look at that. Well, thanks for We've traveling got... with us through travel yes. without leaving your home. We're all safely at home. We didn't. Uh, no one spreading any COVID nineteen. <laughs> no 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 spreading happening. But uh, yeah, hopefully you get a little bit of taste of uh, of world travel and and you can check out some of those ideas and. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and not Instagram. No Instagram. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can catch up on past episodes at infoquench.com. Or just about anywhere else you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And help spread the word about InfoQuench. Till next time. time.